All right, good morning, Hoosier Nation. Welcome to another victorious edition of Hoosier Morning After. Again, uh, wonderful to be able to say the Hoosiers are undefeated. Again, I'm going to say that every time I can because we are. Hey, it's a fact. May not be the surest fact you want to you wanna say and uh, one with a little bit of asterisk behind it because of who we've played, but hey, we are undefeated. Hoosiers win 100-62 to last night uh, in a game that you normally would see in the preseason like this, a game that we should win. We should win. We should win handily. Uh, we took care of business. Uh, we came out strong from the beginning. We carried over kind of a lot of the um, aggressiveness that Archie wanted to see from the guys um, starting uh, last week, a lot of the yelling and everything, obviously, that Coach did at the guys stuck with it, and uh, we did not come out cold. We came out strong. We had a game plan. Uh, we stuck to that game plan and were able to execute throughout the, the evening. Uh, game plan, obviously, being that Troy was a three-point shooting team. They were eighth, I believe, last year in uh, three-point percentage. Uh, tonight, we held them to 20% from three. So I would say that's a, a pretty good job handling the three-point line. Um, in the first half, we were we kept them uh, to 28%, four for 14. And in the second half, they were only one for 11. I believe a lot of that in the second half um, really kind of comes down to the uh, them starting to get a little desperate. So th- that number's a little... Little, uh, little tricky, a little different. Um, can't believe that stat as much as you can the other ones. Um, the game overall, I believe, is the tale of two halves. Um, if we played quarters, actually, I would probably say it's the tale of three quarters. Uh, we played strong in the first half. We kind of played played pretty well uh, the beginning and the first uh, ten minutes or so of the second half, and then you kind of guys started to relax and. I mean, we're up by 30, 40 points at that point, and that's going to happen. Guys are going to start relaxing, um, letting things by, letting things happen, keeping up that intensity. It's going to be hard when you're putting it putting it to another team. Um, but uh, one positive to look in, within those two is obviously our, our free throw shooting is continuing to be good. We the first half we were 86 percent from the free throw line. That's amazing. That's so much better than any of the concerns we had. Um, nothing to worry about through that. We uh, just kind of handled, like I said, we handled handled our business and, and, and took care of the things that we needed to take care of this time. Um, and, and another thing I, I saw from this game, or, or kind of looking back to it, 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 is, it was important that the guys had fun. Um, you saw the guys having fun out there. They were able to... Uh, take care of what they needed to take care of, but they were having fun. They were enjoying themselves. That's something I think I talked about a little bit uh, on the last show is that this team is someone that that enjoys themselves. They are enjoying the game. They are enjoying playing with each other. There, there's no tension. Last year, there was tension. It felt You felt tense on some of the games. and you, I, I just didn't look like the guys could relax. Um, they were They felt like they were there to do a job, not to play a sport that they love. Um, so yeah, it was, it was good to see, it was good to see them enjoying themselves. A lot of smiling, a lot of smiling on the bench, guys having a good time. Um, we almost got the full lineup back. Uh, Devon Green 
we see him in his first starts of the season. Obviously, would would love to have him add to the roster that was already there, but um, Rob was out because of illness, they're saying. Uh, nothing major injury or anything, but they're just saying illness. So hopefully he just got a little winter bug, start of the cold of the season, uh, gets over it. Hopefully we see him back on Wednesday. Um, but it was overall a, a pretty good game. Uh, Devontae Green, like I said, came in after the first media timeout. Um, it was very fitting that the first time for him touching the ball this season was on a deflected pass. Um, he didn't deflect and steal it, um, but the very first time him touching the ball was him on defense, uh, doing what he likes to do, play defense, uh, getting guys' faces and everything like that. He was rusty. Again, his numbers aren't the greatest uh, when you when you look at him. Two for eight for shooting, one for six uh, from the from the three point line. Uh, he did have four assists. He did handle some of the ball handling, um, which we may see, but he did get to play off the ball. Uh, it was very important. I think it was towards the end of the game when he hit that one three-pointer, the one of six. Um, he needs to get those. He needs, like like we've said before with uh, Jerome, Devontae is a guy that needs to get his mojo. He needs to kind of hit some of those to get in rhythm. He's a, He's a rhythm player. Um, he plays with a lot of good flow and, and rhythm, and he needs those to happen to be able to um, to have a good game, to put up good numbers. But again, overall, other than looking on the stat sheet and seeing his, his missed shots, I think he, he had a good game overall. He There's nothing that stands out in my head now looking back and, and says, why did he do that, or none of those crazy... Devonte plays we were used to last year where he's just a little bit out of control going downhill. Um, he did have some good drives to the basket, but he never looked out of control. He never had any wild passes. Um, everything looked contained within his game and within the game that was given to him. Uh, we just need those baskets to drop, which they will again. He, he hasn't, he hadn't even played a scrimmage yet with the team. So, I mean, it, that shows how, quickly he was put back into a game time situation with not having much time of practice. So um, the alley-oop, the alley-oop that he had, uh, obviously watching it at first, it looks like he didn't mean to do that. Uh, if you're not realizing what I meant, uh, what I'm talking about is when he drove to the basket and he uh, threw it off the glass into uh, Trace Jackson Davis, who slammed it home. Um Someone on Twitter posted, uh, I think it was maybe uh, uh, Big Ten Network Indiana, uh, that Twitter handle, um, posted a video of it and watching it over and over again. It looks like it's just a bad shot at first to the eye when we saw it, but watching that replay, you can see Trace Jackson Davis is, is kind of blocking out his defender and you can see him with his arm up pointing to the basket, ask, asking for it. So Devontae has good vision. He, he always... He seems to always have his head up, and so I believe that he saw that, and I believe it was on purpose. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna convince myself that 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 was on purpose. That that was a mean. He meant to do that play. Um, another person, obviously, that we need to talk about um, that continues to do well and is exciting for me that he he does well, and, and I think all Hoosiers is Justin Smith. Justin Smith could have a really good season. Justin Smith, if he continues along this track, 
um, and against harder competition, can find a sh- shot, can find his outside shot. Um, we may lose him this year. We may not see senior Justin Smith. He's got all the weapons and everything like that. Um, so anyways, he had 22 points. He was eight for nine for the field, two for two from three. That's amazing. And four for four from the, from the, uh, free throw line, just one missed shot. I I can't even remember which one it was. I I wanted to try to remember because at one point in my notes, I wrote that he was perfect. I even tweeted that out, trying not to jinx him. Um, but along my usual theory with him, I mentioned this on assembly call the other night. He is a player that needs to get going early. And when we look back at the Western Illinois game, his career high this year of 24 points, he got involved early on a steal and a dunk. And then that continued throughout throughout the game. Tonight, he was the first points for IU as well. He made a three-pointer. Best thing that you could have for him. Or if you think about last year, maybe the worst because uh, false confidence. But if that's something he can hit now, and he only took another one after that and made that one too, that shows great decision-making on his point, on his part. Um, so yeah, if he gets involved early and he stays involved, then he just continues to do well and, and it shows up on the stat sheet. And then those things as well that you don't see on the stat sheet are showing up too. He played 22 minutes. He, uh, only had two turnovers, one block, three steals, uh, eight rebounds or no, excuse me, five rebounds, um, two assists. Um, so it, it's it's great. The numbers and everything look good. He was engaged on defense. He played the three a little bit and did, I think he did very well defending the three as well. Uh, played down on the four, so three and four is kind of where he mixed it up. And um, Al Durham did a great job of keeping him involved in the game. He had a great lob to him uh, at the basket to, uh, to for an alley-oop, but he obviously he missed it, but he hit both free throws. So... Um, and I, and I saw that throughout the game, Al looking to him, Al looking to get it to him, um, which is great. Al needs to try to keep him involved, keep him engaged in the game. Um, with him staying engaged, that will only allow uh, him to continue with it. Um, who's your fanatic? I see you mentioning that surprised that Devontae played 20 minutes. Yeah, he... And the best thing about those 20 minutes, I was always watching that game to see if he was going to favor his his hamstring at all because that's that's why we lost him was was a hamstring injury and he didn't really favor it at all there was one point I think where I saw him maybe kind of grab to the back of it and I kind of had a, a moment gasp of oh no but he 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 looked like he was he was playing on on uh unbounded on on uninjured unworried he he wasn't and obviously, coach wasn't worried at all about his his minutes and and what he could contribute for us. Um, another really good thing to see tonight that I I was hoping to see last uh, a couple games back because the the team was known for defense was uh, IU played the zone. Um, again, these, these early games are more of a workshop situation for this team. It, it's not the hardest schedule. Um, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna call it like a cupcake schedule or anything like that. Sometimes, sometimes coaches need that 
because you have a team that needs that kind of time to work things out and that's what we needed so that's why this coach made this schedule that we that we did um and it's been good for us we've 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 uh, it's allowed people to get back at ease and and like like Jerome Hunter and everyone to find their their footing and and the team to start to mold together we we're seeing that finally reap the benefits on 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 this on this team is now uh with with this lighter schedule we're blowing them out a little bit more uh but what was good to see uh, i got kind of trailed off there for a second is the zone them playing the zone on us um i, I was curious to see how we would handle that zone and we did really well um did a good job of getting the ball to the high post then those guys the bigs the great front court that we have did a great job of keeping the ball up um, and finding the open man. Um, I think Justin Smith had a fantastic cut to the basket. He stayed on the on the weak side, um, and we moved the ball around. Everyone shifted over. I think the pass went to Joey Brunk. He kept the ball up. Justin Smith immediately, when, when that uh, entry pass was made, started to dash to the hoop, and he... Um, uh, immediately made 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 the the wonderful play to get the ball up to the um, to the cutting Justin Smith, and then he he made that basket. Um, other other plays, I think Race had a had a time where he um, had another game. Race overall again had another game where on the stat sheet he didn't light it up, but he did great things. He played great defense, had great deflections. Um, in that same, I don't think it was the zone, but uh, he had some good passing where he kept the ball up when he, when he received it within traffic and, again, found a cutting man. I think it was Trace Jackson Davis. Um, that was kind of early early on in the game. Um, he continues to be a, a bright spot and someone that is going to be a good kind of enforcer for us in there. When we have the Big Ten and we have guys that teams that are going to want to play physical he is going to be one that we need to go to for those physical games. Um, we kind of continued with uh, to, to see animated Archie. Um, I like animated Archie. Last year, I don't think I don't I don't honestly don't remember him being as animated as he was uh, these past two games. The sport coat came off again. Um, there was one point that I think he might have gotten a. Uh, technical foul for coming out and hollering at race race uh, uh, on defense the the other team had a fast break or something they, they, they had their guy that was still under the basket they were able to pass it to him and he was able to uh, lay it in and race just got overly aggressive trying to make up for an air and uh, even grabbed the rim as he was trying to block it so even if he was able to make his guy miss it would have been a goaltending Archie did not like that at all. He came nearly halfway onto the court just to holler at, at race. I thought at first he was he was hollering at the refs that he didn't like the foul call. Um, but I'd like to see him fired up. That's that's what you want to see in a coach like this. And I think the guys are responding to that well. Um, that's evident by the game the other night. You You saw a team that wasn't playing aggressive enough they went into halftime. Coach took off his coat. Obviously, hollered at them. They started. They responded and played better. So, coach has found something to be able to get to these guys and a way to get to these guys and get a message to them. 
and they're responding. That's great. That is fantastic because what that means is that when we are down um, and struggling in other games in the future, he is going to be able to get a response from these guys. And that's only going to get us out of out of those situations. Um, again, overall, this is, was not a tough one going in. Again, it's a lower-end team. Uh, I am ready to see this team against some higher competition. Um, maybe with we will be, obviously. Uh, when we get to Florida State, will be kind of our first trouble. Um, but I'm excited to see what they can do against um, some bigger talent. Um, I don't think I would have said that after the Alabama game. But being able to see what they've done coming out of the Alabama game and into this game and con- a continuation and, uh, again, sharing the minutes. So many, so many people that were still in the uh, double digits as far as minutes. Um, stats again, overall, when we were playing and engaged looked great. So, uh, yeah, I'm just, I'm, I'm excited for what this team can continue, continue to do and want to see it. Want to see, I want to see this team struggle and come back. I, I want to see this team down. I want to see them down 10 minutes. I want to see how they're going to respond. Who's going to step up. I think you're going to see guys that aren't going to be satisfied when this team is not playing well. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for that. I would be remiss if I didn't kind of just coming outside of the game and just speaking about IU basketball yesterday. Um, I need to speak of the Hoosier Hysterics event. Amazing what those guys do. Um, if you guys watch this, thank you. Um, you kind of embody what we are as fandoms. Uh, we may be inside as enthusiastic as you guys are. You guys wear that on right on your shirt collar. Um, it's great to see, uh, if you didn't, if you didn't see what happened, so many players came back and then obviously the big surprise was coach coming back, seeing coach Knight there was amazing. That is a great step in, in, in the direction to possibly getting him to a game. I'm, I'm going to jump on my soapbox for a second and, and say that he needs to, he needs to get, a, get to a game. We need to see coach Knight have a curtain call. I know his health isn't doing the greatest and everything, but he needs a curtain call at assembly hall. He is, he's done a lot for the program. Whether you agree with things that happen towards the end, you can't let those last couple years and those bad mistakes towards the end tarnish what he did before that situation. If you're so angry, if you're a fan that's so angry at how he left and don't want to welcome him back into uh, assembly hall, then you just need to take those banners off the wall too. He, he doesn't need to say anything. It doesn't need to be a major fanfare. I just want to see him walk out onto the court, get some applause, wave his hand at everyone, and then walk off just to have that kind of agreeance between each other of saying, thank you. I'm sorry things ended the way they did. Let's kind of clean slate, forgive each other kind of situation. It just feels, it feels sticky the way it is now that that it's not someone that contributed so much and gave so much to this program and and helped build it um, to kind of go out and have his last moments within the program and at the arena to be what it was. Um, It doesn't feel right. 
I, I need, it needs closure. It needs that closure. And, and I hope we get to find that. And I hope we get to see that. I really do. Um, again, the Hoosier hysterics event was a step in the right way. I believe that's the very first thing that he's ever done. Um, that's involved with the, that has the football, uh, the football, the, the basketball team involved into it. Um, obviously it's not a sanctioned event or anything like that or directly from the university, but it's, again, it's a step in the right, right way. Um, so yeah, uh, wrapping things up for this episode, uh, we play again on Wednesday at 7 PM. It's on uh, BTN. You'll see that against Princeton. Uh, I don't really have any, um, any, uh, thing to tell about, uh, Princeton. I haven't really researched about them. Obviously when we get into higher, uh, opponents we i'll be able to discuss maybe give you a little bit of a scouting report something to look for in that team Um, it's an ivy league team i'll tell you that um so yeah make sure you tune into that game um i will be with you on thursday morning again with another uh hoosier morning after um like subscribe down below uh check me out on twitter general chadwick Uh, i will tweet out right after the games i look for your comments uh, concerns, uh, questions I can, uh, address as we get along here. Uh, who's your fanatic? Thank you for tuning in live. Uh, everyone else tuning in live. Thank you. And, uh, that's about it. Thank you guys. Go Hoosiers.